Uh, well, we've been away for a couple weeks since our season finale, and uh, I'm sure no one missed us. But we missed being here, and while we were not here, we... Where's here? Like, are we referring to, like, the cyberspace where podcasts are, or, like, inside the person's head that's We're, listening, okay. or... That's... I think you're referring to tinyurl.com slash genrebots. <laughs> um... Where one hundred percent of our listeners. We're also on go. Spreaker, Stitcher, Omni, wherever podcasts are found. <laughs> and to answer, yeah. Next and to week. answer your question, Victor, the way that podcasts work, and I don't know if you know this, is uh, every week I kind of uh, I kind of drug you guys and put you in like a little matrix chamber, and then I just kind of magic school bust my way into every person's individual uh, iPhones or or iPods or however they're listening. And then just kind of yell. Please listen to the show on an iPod. I think the quality is a little bit better. And then I just kind of yell in their or like, ears. Like an old I- Gen 1 iPod. <laughs> yes. Well, um, anyway, let's, let, we, uh, we were going to mention how uh, somewhere out there in that same magic school bus uh, cyberspace is uh, recordings of us playing D&D for like 14 hours. Yeah. yeah like, like 12 hours worth of footage. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was a lot. It was with a bunch of other people. First time we all played together, and like, and the rest of the people that played were people that were on the show. Except uh, actually, yeah. Well, it, it was uh, Theo, Ian, Louie, and Sarah. They've all been on the show, and then just Louie's brother. He did a good job. So yeah, it was a real genrebot special. Except nothing too special about it. And when there's that many people, there's like three conversations going on. So. Yeah. Pretty unusable yeah. footage. But why don't we just say what all of our characters uh, were? Um, well, my character was uh, a... I didn't say tiefling. we should start with Wait. you. No, but go ahead. Too bad. Um, my character was a tiefling, which means, like, half-devil, and he was a warlock, and he was evil, but uh, really deceptive and trying to, like, scheme stuff without the other play- players knowing. And it was really fun because... Basically, every time something happened, they were like, all right, what's he up to? Yeah, and then it turns out you just wanted the same thing that we wanted. And, and I was like, we, we, we would have been on your side from the get-go if you just weren't shady about well, it. Well, he, he doesn't pick sides. He just, he, he's only on the side of his patron. I was going to kill him. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like it, I think everyone yeah. wanted to kill him. <laughs> oh, Adam, you got like, you got pissed at one point. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Like... But it, th- that was also the night before we like woke up the next day and we're like, wait, we're all on the same side, right? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I had a great plan and it, I went to, to, to garbage. I was a swashbuckler gnome, so that's all you need to know. Be- yeah. Best moment bit- with Adam's character was when we entered a room and long story short, we just got really lucky and just blew away like ten enemies, and there's like there's like two left. Really and lucky. The first, the first, the first one of us. <laughs> that was all me. Hold on, the, the first one of us to actually like appear to these people was Adam's like gnome swashbuckler, <laughs> gnome. and he just jumps in front of the guy and goes, "Give up." <laughs> and I like roll roll poorly on intimidation, so I'm like, you know, I'm, it's probably true. I'm a ridiculous yeah, you, looking you, you little, little they, guy. With you're a like, I'm gonna try and intimidate him, and you whiffed the roll. You also had a voice that we identified as Monty P. Moneybanks from an episode of SpongeBob. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> and Andrew played. I played Gwen Morena. I was a uh, I was a half elf necromanceress. Yeah, and you would like bring yeah. creatures back to life to fight with us. Yeah, pretty cool. That was cool. E- e- even illegal creatures. Yeah, it turns yeah. out uh, you can't cast <laughs> animate dead on creatures that are larger, larger, which is kind of dumb. They should really just make it I, so that, like, like I can animate, I think, two people at a time. It doesn't matter. I forgot the rules. Well, you, you snuck it past Louie once. And well, yeah. personally, I feel like as a DM, I would probably make a judgment call on that at higher levels where it's like, all right, well, maybe if you're a certain... Yeah, like if I can all. if I can do it on two medium guys, maybe that could count for one large thing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something because I, I imagine it's kind of similar to balancing combat and stuff like that. But oh, all right, also, well, we're getting off track. Also, me and <laughs> yeah, also me and Sarah yeah. started a sorority. But I guess the I guess the important thing is that even though we weren't recording the podcast, we were still being creative. So I think our brains should be still up to up to snuff. For today right and uh your character never used that uh one warlock spell uh that 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 Vim- uh you know vampire touch hex oh hex yeah i didn't have that spell but i see where you're going with that and and uh you know. brought it <laughs> good, back good, good work T- 10 points work. gryffindor <laughs> Welcome to Genrebot, the group writing machine. We're the podcast that uh, picks a genre of film. We come up with three original characters and we put them in a story blender and make a three-act pitch for a movie. Uh, I am your host today. My name is Vic. I'm Adam. Over here in this corner, I'm Andrew. <laughs> All right. Good start. Good start. And uh, today, the <laughs> today our, uh, our genre is we're doing a hex movie. And uh, lightning bolt sound. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure exactly why I chose the word hex, but it does fit. Um, the, I don't think it's on Wikipedia. Well, actually, um, I think I looked it up earlier and found a Wikipedia on it. But I, you could also, I guess, you could call it um, like a a, a curse movie. Because yeah, the, I th- curse might be a little closer. Yeah, to what the, you're going the, for. these kind of movies are uh, about someone that gets some kind of curse put on them. And it won't end until they learn some sort of lesson or they accomplish a specific thing. Or sometimes it's just like a time thing. Like, you know, you 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 have this until a certain time. And the funny thing is, I, I tried to think of a bunch of examples and they went all over the spectrum of like comedy, horror, family, like it, everything. Um, oh, yeah. Tim Allen was in a movie called The Shaggy Dog where he got turned into a dog for some reason. And the poster is like a sheepdog it, with human eyes, and it's the worst, it's, most disturbing thing I've ever no, seen. No, it, it it is. I I looked that up today and and saw that, and now I can't it, unsee it. It, it. Is the Santa Claus also a Tim Allen curse movie? I would yeah. say that the Santa Claus. No, because it's permanent. Oh yeah, like it's, that's. It's, I, I don't right, know I if that well, until quite someone, fits. It's it's until kind of a job. I, as well. Okay, I got. 
I have a few here. I have a few. Um, Thinner, the Stephen King story. Um, okay. Liar, liar. Um, that movie with Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. Um, here's one, The Little Mermaid. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Beauty and the Beast probably counts too. Uh, right? Yes, yes, it does. Um, and it's a Wonderful Life? Question mark. No, uh, that's that's not no? a curse. That's like a vision. Not that he understands I guess you, that. If you, I guess you could. If you call that a curse, you you could also call um uh it's a Christmas Carol a curse, which I wouldn't. Oh do yeah. That. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but um, I but I mean, you Christmas get the idea. It's any like a plague. Any movie where it's like you know, this this will happen to you until you learn to blank, or something like that. Would you count Groundhog Day? Yes, good one. Well, that is a good. One. Although that there's no like you know significant concrete curse. It's more yeah, abstract. Because like, like I would say that was a curse. He he's, 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 he's cursed, person, to... but that doesn't break the curse. He's, he's cursed to relive the same day until he becomes a better person or whatever. Well, no, that's not what it's what it's about. It's, uh, okay, it's really <laughs> about. I, I I don't have like an alternative explanation for Groundhog Day, but like he Just... learns to be a good person and like falls in love with uh, with Andy McDowell, but that doesn't bring him out of the curse. I thought I thought hey, he, did I, you see Groundhog Day? I thought day? it was going to be like a whole thing about the inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is basically our Groundhog Day special since it's coming out today. Adam, why don't you explain your... Oh my god, I didn't plan that, you guys. Adam, why don't you explain your grand conspiracy theory about the inner circle? I don't want to. It's too too deep. (laughs) You you do. You do. But it's okay. Um... Uh, I'll, I'll close with that. Right. Oh, there you go. As a as a lead up for, for we'll put the end of music on there, so they can skip it if they want, and then just like a thirty minutes, just like a thirty hour screed. <laughs> Uh, all right. Also, uh, uh, one more: uh, the Hundred Deeds for Eddie McDowell. If you recall that show, nope. you guys remember that? Uh, that? That sounds familiar. He 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 becomes a dog, and he has to do a hundred good deeds. Oh, jeez! To be turned back into he, a person. That is, you are poking on like some memory wounds. <laughs> What's weird is that it only lasted three seasons. It was canceled, so he's a dog three, forever. That's oh, like no. that's pretty long. Three seasons. I think, I think you only got like 40 good deeds. <laughs> Wait, not that? enough. Th- too little, too late. Did you say the 100 good deeds of Andy McDowell? Uh, Eddie McDowell. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because that's a different person. <laughs> yes. He may also be doing 100 good yeah. deeds. Andy McDowell is a, is a, I think Andy is short for Andrea or something. Huh. All right. All right. Well, well all right. I, so I guess uh, we we've got a handle on what we're what we're dealing with here. So that brings us to our next segment: character time. So this is the part where uh, we, uh, we characters each, we each have had like three weeks to come up with a character uh, that we have not discussed beforehand. And raise your hand if you came up with him more than four days ago. No one's raising uh, their hand, and uh, this, this I, I don't hear this, any hands. This is actually so what I, I this is what hands. I was going to say. I was listening to the podcast like today or yesterday, um, the last episode. To I was listening to the last five minutes because I wanted to. I, I forgot like a few things, and uh, <laughs> like what you and said. The Adam genre, said, right? "I was like, do you guys want to hear the genre now or or wait until a week before?" And Adam was like, "No, I'd rather put it off for three weeks than for one week." <laughs> 
which is which yeah, i was yeah, right that's I, I was very fortuitous that's accurate yeah absolutely so so here we are moment of truth so are we going to have three witches that put the curse on people are we going to have uh three characters that don't work as main characters or what? how many uncool business dads <laughs> will we have <laughs> how many tim allens can we possibly have in one episode what if two of us literally said our character was just Tim Allen? He, he's very talented. <laughs> he has a big range. Yes, that's right. He could play Tim Allen or Tim Allen. Uh, earlier, I pulled up a list of Tim Allen movies, and there's no range. Or I'm not gonna spoil. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm not going to give Andrew the time to contemplate whether or not he'll change his character to Tim Allen. So, Andrew, you're first. All right. My character is named Dinah Judge. Not sure about the last name. That's flexible. Dinah Judge. Yeah. Not a dinosaur. Or a judge? Or a judge. No. She is an 18-year-old Asian girl. Adam, high five. (laughs) I'm over here. Oh, my God. Good. That's good. But no. Uh, I'll cut that out. That was gross. An 18-year-old Asian girl who thinks that her dad is totally not lit. High school is also not lit, but neither is failure, so it's not like she doesn't put in any effort. Boys are pretty lit. Instagram is lit. Jello shots are lit. Demi Lovato is lit. And so are several other things. But her dad is definitely among the least lit of things. So, today's episode of Genrebot has a half-life of four months. No, no, listen. Let's staying on. All right, so I'm I'm just going to put I was listening and then I just backspaced and was like, okay, uh 18-year-old Asian girl that's basically a Gen X stereotype. Or Gen uh Gen Z, I'm sorry. Whatever the gens are, man. Like she's yeah, she divides the world into things that are lit and unlit. I figured someone else would cover uncool business dad who gets cursed and old lady who curses him. So I took cool bubblegum chewing kid that uncool business dad does not relate to. Because I figured there could be more than one of those. Has problems with your dad. Got it. Not also, right. I've decided that she thinks that Ariana Grande is not lit. I, uh, oh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm drawing some lines, Ari. I'm, I'm actually going to go next because I think it's kind of funny what who my character is. Just compare like "Confident" by Demi Lovato to "Into You" and tell me that I'm wrong. You can't. Andrew, you All right, Victor, who's your character? We're we're not having that conversation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know, but I wrote it down and I gotta say it now. I don't know. Is that Fair how enough. it works? So all we have to do is get Andrew to write something down and then he has to say it. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> I was gonna say, all we have to do is take away Andrew's paper and he he won't be saying anything. <laughs> well, we don't know if it works backwards. All right, here here, here's my character. So, okay, so we got Dinah Judge, 18-year-old high school girl. My character... Uh, if dad has a different name, I'll change it. My my character is Cheyenne Gunderson. She's a 17-year-old high school girl. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, uh, she is incredibly lazy. She doesn't date because it's too much work. She's not in any clubs, hates playing sports. And uh, she blows off doing her chores and her homework, and she does not have a job either. Um, she has friends, but she only sees them if they're willing to come over to her place. That's pretty much it. Okay, so you've created a character that is the least character-like character I think may be possible. 
Well, my characteristics zero. <laughs> my characteristics are she does nothing. Adam usually doesn't do any. He's just like name, age, profession, done. Oh yeah. Sometimes that's all you yeah, need. Like, come on, like uh, we'll we'll make it work. We've got we got two high school girls. What can go wrong? Adam, you're up. <laughs> uh, so, uh, my character definitely falls on the spectrum of characters for this type of genre because his name is oh. Ray Hardwick. I was hoping for a third high school girl. <laughs> I kind of was too. He, he is a grumpy suburban dad. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, I played it safe and it actually paid off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that That's all I wrote. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ser- no, but but honestly, I I imagine him having a hard time with a daughter. Okay, perfect. All right, her last name's Hardwick now. Yes. All right, we can it was Judge because she's judgy. Okay. But Dinah already means Judge, I think, or something. So Hardwick. All right. Well, uh, well, there you go. We've got a grumpy suburban dad, and we've got his uh, Gen Z stereotype daughter, and then we've got a really lazy other high school girl i think we've got the makings of greatness fellas that brings us to our next segment which is story time story time sure sure i'll uh editors will put a put a graphic in there um but (laughs) i was hoping some a nice fountain yeah Uh, this is outside of my power (laughs) that's that's quitter talk come on You're, you're better than that all right, so this is the this is the part where we take these three uh, these three characters, we workshop a three act story. Um, so, my thoughts on where to start here is that I feel like these movies, if you look at like our examples and everything, like who whoever gets cursed has to be someone with a very specific character flaw or a very specific like desire. That makes sense. We also need a curse. Yes, I feel like that'll be funnier if we like start doing act one and let the curse kind of present itself. You know, I just realized we have no idea what we're doing. (laughs) Well, okay. That I realized a long time ago, but we have Andrew. We've made it like a year and a half without people figuring that out. (laughs) (laughs) I I think what we, I think what we should do next is, (laughs) I mean, like we don't have our, we don't really have any, wants any, any character any what? or look at yeah, you you take, you take three weeks off and you become a coward okay you i once saw you make three characters in a row that were huge mantis people now where well, that was now where's, one of them was just a regular big mantis now where's that where's that andrew okay andrew i've seen you extrapolate three characters from sims <laughs> Well, guys, I am full of confidence now. What's wrong with being confident? Etc. Uh, but, uh, yeah, good point. I think we should give each of these guys one more, like, character trait and see if that becomes anything. Okay. Yeah. Or, right, but we don't have you to, know what? we don't get to come up I've with our own. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. What if we yep. just, uh, we used everything that we learned over the hiatus and we took a D&D player's handbook and just like pick some different backgrounds and rolled for flaws. Um, I'm okay with that, except we're not rolling for our own characters. Okay. Okay. Oh, who, who am I rolling um, for? Um, 
Adam, roll for Andrew, and I'll roll for Adam, and Andrew, roll for me. Okay. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? Uh huh. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? Uh huh. Right. Victor's uh, character, who is named what again? I already forgot. Cheyenne. 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 I know a Cheyenne. Uh, her flaw is that she likes keeping secrets and won't share them with anyone. Huh. That's very handy. Yeah. That's actually, so she continues that, to not do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not bad at all. Yeah, all right. that's workable. Though. Uh, Adam, you rolled for Dinah. Yes. That, um, Dinah, uh, once, once she picks a goal, she becomes obsessed with it to the detriment of everything else in her life. Oh, that's good. And that does also match uh, what I said. <laughs> So, uh, I decided to go with Folk Hero, and <laughs> for Ray so Ray's, Ray's flaw is that the people who knew him when he was young know his shameful secrets, so he can never go home again. <laughs> <laughs> so... This was a wonderful no, so idea. So, you're Asian, right? It's so, out. it's... You're, you're an immigrant. Oh, well... We don't know that for certain. Uh, Dinah could be adopted. Well, that's, that's true. true. Hardwick doesn't strike me as a very Asian last name. I guess that's true. Maybe he changed his name. <laughs> because he's on the run from his past for some reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, like, tries really, he tries did, really hard to seem do? American. <laughs> it just My says, name it, is George Washington America. <laughs> All right. Well, we very quickly have have gone down a like little big trouble, little China route of him stealing some kind of cursed ancient Chinese artifact. Ooh! <laughs> what if it's a skull with gems for eyes, like a demi lovato witch? Well, um, I'm actually kind of glad that happened because I think that pretty much like gives us our plot. Well, not our plot, but it gives us a jumping off point. Okay. What What are you thinking? Um, well, he's got this daughter and, uh, her lazy friend and, um, they, um, the one keeps secrets and the other gets obsessed with a goal. Um, and, um, he's got this thing that happened in his past and that could be, see, cause it's secret related. So like Cheyenne maybe wants to find out the secret and Dinah could uh, be obsessed with finding out what it is. Mm. Okay. So there's a deep family secret and maybe like act one is them trying to figure it out and then uh, ends up with them unleashing some kind of hex. Uh, I, I like the idea of the oh, hex okay. being, I like the idea of putting this upside down and making the two girls hexed. Instead of the, the father. Yeah, All right, yeah. Instead of grumpy suburban dad. Yeah, and also, it could be some yeah. kind of family artifact. Oh, okay. Like a sword. Or, well, well, I guess it depends what the curse is. Maybe he stole yeah, Maybe he stole this artifact. Like in, the, he like in the hot chick, uh, Rob Schneider switches bodies with a, uh, with a the hot chick, uh, and it's like a pair of African earring artifacts. 
that uh, that caused them to switch. Yeah. Well, but uh, we're not in we're, Freaky Friday. It's a fortune cookie. Well, instead of remember we said we're not doing body switching, but right, right, right. It right, could right. be we also don't um, established enough characters. I'm sorry, my <laughs> uncle was actually killed by body switching. I'm getting a little my dad. Up. Who do you switch with? Uh, <laughs> a, a dead person. <laughs> well, it was your dad. You know what it could be? Hold on. Who's in my dad's um, body Remember now? we said that whoever gets hexed has to have a big flaw. Um, they both they both yes. have trouble appreciating what's important. Like Cheyenne's really lazy and doesn't do anything, and Dinah thinks everything's lame. So maybe they have their flaws that they they need like better perspective on the importance of things or something. But some so things are be... unlit. Like racism, Victor. <laughs> Come on, Victor. <laughs> I, don't some of them say like no chill now isn't that a new thing uh no that's been you a would thing. know better than us right? yeah i mean i i spend all day around them <laughs> i i've heard that i've heard that come like, out now x or where y it's has like, no chill but that's like if you're not it's like a person like like of uh, what's person's name like i don't know jason spencer has no chill you you wouldn't say like that music has no chill, I guess. I think that's the new evolution of lit. <clears throat> no, because it's, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not lit's, on fire. Lit's got no still chill. big, or like at least maybe lit has moved in like a sine wave t- away from like the fourteen year olds who invented it, and is now washed over to like the twenty year olds and twenty two year old range where I am, and then like then it'll Adam, and then way 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 down the line it'll hit victor yeah i um i'm thinking instead of uh instead of going broad that way we could say what if they just both think that like maybe it's like a rule because you know we could go the way of like you know whatever shaggy dog whatever and just make it like a quirky kind of family movie where it's like oh these teenagers keep thinking that their parents are so lame you know, and they don't they don't appreciate like their parents. What if or they their... turned into parents? No, that might be illegal to make. Never mind. No, we're not doing that. I'm thinking like uh... we do need a concrete curse. Well, the hex. Ooh, <clears throat> what if the hex was that? Um, suddenly nobody expected anything of them anymore. Like they like oh, I'm so lazy. Uh, I don't want the zero responsibility yep, hex. Like just. Like they're not expect like Cheyenne's not expected to do a single thing anymore, and ne- neither is Dinah. Like they they don't have to go to school. They can. Ooh, it, is it the never been born hex? Is that what we're, it, we're doing? I feel like it's almost like. Wait a second. That that's that's a that's a um that's the one with uh. I'm, it's, man, it's, I'm, a I'm it, it's a wonderful I, life. It's a wonderful life. That's that is hex. It's the never been born hex. <laughs> you're you're right. I still I'm don't confirming it. I, hmm. I guess. Well, what I was what it's I was getting really at is it's actually kind of a notch worse than that because instead of the whole like no one knows you, it's the people know you, but no one just no one asks anything of you. Like no one expects you to do anything. Uh, I don't know if that's as magical. Well, it is like it's a little more sinister because instead of like clearly something's wrong, it's like a more subtle something's wrong. It would be like. And- well, like, you kind of just eventually go mad. Well, think about it. Like, your parents no longer have any aspirations for you. You know, mm-hmm. like, you, no adults think that you matter. They're just like, oh, oh, it's you. You know what? This was an episode of The Fairly Odd Parents. Was it? I've seen most of that show. 
Which episode? <laughs> uh, the one where he wishes that his parents wouldn't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to spend the whole episode. Yeah. That's like... a great one. Electric bills are for squares, like pants. <laughs> his his lawn slowly like grows into a jungle <laughs> over the course of a day. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So like that, except instead of in general, it's just no one cares about them anymore. Yeah, I, I can totally see a tagline for it, like something like that. Have you ever felt like you're invisible? Well, but it's like actually invisible. I, I think it's it should be more of like a self worth kind of thing, where it's like people expect things of you because you should try to like make something of yourself. You know, like when no. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that seems a little too ass, uh, a little too abstract for a kids movie. Well, it's not necessarily a kids movie. It could be like a teen movie the kids understand the concepts now they're <clears throat> well Adam, you have no chill what i'm what i'm Oof. thinking is like we can rework their backgrounds a little maybe if, if we say like they do have like a summer job or something or like let's say they work at like a, i don't know like a starbucks or something and they get hexed and then like they go through their Sounds daily routine good. but like just no one like like, let's say they go to work and at first it'd be like oh you know the typical like act one Oh, oh, this is great. We can party. We can do whatever. No one cares what we do. But then, like, they would, like, long term, they would start seeing some nasty repercussions, you know? Like, Well, that's act two. Act one is... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but, <clears throat> hang on. So, if we're not going the more whimsical route, do we want to go the more kind of horror movie type route? Um, I think they should. Want to say that I think there should be like a little bit of a descent into like desperation and kind of dude. Let's madness let's or... put let's put like let's put like every like innocent American family that sees this movie on like a roller coaster that was completely like mislabeled and has all the twists and turns. You know, where it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, look, oh it's cute. They're gonna learn a lesson, and then like mid act two, it gets dark. <laughs> we're not a real it's almost like there's a yeah we're not a it's real almost movie like studio that's the liberty that we have <laughs> yeah. it's almost like there's been a shadow cast over <clears> us <throat> and you see like a shadowy figure in the background always well another thing is like they wanted to know the secret about whatever thing that ray stole and he didn't tell them about it because he was protecting them but now, oh, yeah. but, now the but now he doesn't expect anything of them. So he's just like, oh, well, here, if you want to know, whatever, I'll tell you. And oh, you know what? I, I've got, I know exactly what he stole, though. What was it? Can, you know, like. Can I name the curse, though? Uh, well, hang on. Wait, go for it. Hang on. The thing yeah. that he stole was, you know, that like the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil monkey. Yeah. Uh, statues and stuff. It was the first one. The Sino Evil? <clears throat> well, no, Sino like evil. the first set of three statues. Oh, he, statues that relate that that idea. Yeah, like the first statues of like three monkeys not hearing, not seeing, and not speaking. I feel like, I feel like that would be better if you picked one, or if okay, like, we'll or if like, Sino evil. or if like each of them got one. So like. And then that yeah, that, cha- that changes everything. So like then one of them suddenly like it's kind of a be- five like talent becomes phoenix thing. Blind to <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that's a little abstract. <laughs> okay, Adam, what were you gonna say? 
Uh, I was just going to say, I was going to call it the curse of the new moon because new moons are the moon that you can't see. Because mm. <clears throat> um, that's me. Uh, that's not. I, that I do like the good. idea of a. The, the monkeys weren't weren't aren't bad. Well, because here's here's what I'm. Like, let's go back to the curse for a second. Let me maybe 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 I'm not getting it across because I'm I'm picturing the ending where they want to go to work and go to school and like they want to have responsibility again and it's because they finally realize why it's important to have those things. You know, like when you do a good job, people are proud of you. You know, like after a while, they they realize no one's ever going to be proud of us again. You know. Like, um, yeah, has, you know, something about how much you matter, you know, like they want to matter to people. So I'm just th- thinking of, uh, the, the cinema, the cinemagraphic, like physical manifestation of how we show this stuff. Cause it can't be a movie about people talking. <laughs> hey, what, what do you mean? I, I mean, like it either in the shape of some magical abilities they they're presented or in a cursed object that that you see frequently and they touch and they mess up and they break and or yeah uh, that's what i'm saying it's got to be you can't just have them be oh everyone's treat i don't want this budget to be very tiny is i guess my point i want it to be a a a student film what if what if their what if their curse was that no matter how good or bad they do at something, everyone praises them as if they did a great job. <laughs> the participation trophy yep. curse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but like, but really though, like it's like it's. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like what if there's like actually be- some kind of gemstone or something from like the uh, the pearl of a luck dragon or whatever, and like it's actually embedded in a participation trophy that they got for something when they were eight. What if the th- what if the shameful thing the dad did was actually steal all of the participation trophies from a bunch of kids before they were given out because he disagreed with it? That's that's weird, but not bad. That's like not enough of a crime to like run away and never <laughs> never come back. We can tweak it. We can nothing set in stone, guys. Let let's tweak the. Dad stealing a bunch of participation <laughs> trophies. Hey man, I'm just rolling with what we're saying. I I like the uh, the the eye of the luck dragon. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, like all these the curse I- movies. Whatever. Have like it's a piece of some artifact from some like ancient emperor or something. I like calling it the eye or something like that because that's a be- that is a big running theme here of drawing your attention to well, something. The, it could be looking at something perceiving. It could be some philosophical yeah. statement about self worth, you know, the eye of the beholder and all that kind of thing. See, you've um, used yeah, this expression is good before, and I don't really know what it means. What is self worth? Self worth? It's how much worth you place on yourself. So, like, mm, it, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it, yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Go on. I see what you're doing now. Um, well, anyway, um, yeah, something about that, like some artifact that represents that concept. And since they they both have um, like no like no appreciation for like um, like earning other people's admiration and respect, you know, uh, or whatever. Um, Maybe their hexes, like I said, and that can be funny for a while, you know, <clears throat> where uh, it's almost like that Rick and Morty where he's like, uh, 
what's four times four? He's like, uh, well, it's at it's at least ten. And he's like, that's right, it is at least ten. <laughs> and like goes on like this whole like praise of right. <laughs> Well, uh, building off of some of these flaws that we had for them earlier, what I'm thinking right now is like, okay, her father has stolen this this artifact. It's a secret of the family. They come across it at some point, and they both experience this in different ways. As in Dina, uh, like when she finds out the power of this eye and possessing it, she gets all this attention. She becomes obsessed with it. Oh, yeah. Like she kind of Boromir's. Yeah, and Cheyenne, on the other hand, is like, you know, she knows about the power and she likes it, but she keeps it a secret. And that's kind of a twist on the whole thing, too, because uh, trying to have the power and like kind of manipulate it, that's more evil, and oh. the other thing is more good. But previously, we were saying that uh, that Cheyenne was the like the more apathetic one, and we were rooting for Dinah because she was more driven. Yeah, that could, that could be the yeah, thing but... is Cheyenne wants to be lazy and 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 likes the fact that she'll never have to have responsibility again. So like she just keeps it to herself. And that could be a huge, like, end of Act 2 climax where they're, like, where Dinah figures it out and is like, dude, really? Like, we're trying to fix this and, like, you've known this whole time? Or something like that. And <clears throat> Yeah, well, the way I see it concluding is that uh, they they both go through the arc of, of Cheyenne, as in two different arcs, Cheyenne has to kind of step up and take responsibility for this item that they've unleashed. And Diane, and Dina, I'm sorry, Dinah, Dinah. Has to kind of, has to kind of back down from her obsession with it. <clears throat> yeah, like she like she, I think Cheyenne should like talk her off of the ledge and like convince her to throw the thing into a volcano or whatever. Well, if you want to get really dark, um, there could be a moment where, like, if like well, well hold on, I I know this is like really really dark, yeah. but think about if one of them kind of got really like overthought the whole situation and thought like if you know if we can never do something wrong then we could never do something right and etc 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 and uh someone could say like well if we just like died or you know ran away or whatever everyone would be thrilled because they'd say we did a great job <laughs> you know like uh, well oh have you guys seen uh the movie chronicle yes no, but Victor has. Well, it's about kids uh, discovering Fantastic Four style powers. Is it like that? Um, they they kids, kids discover psionic powers. They get powers. powers that are kind of like just standard superhero powers. Yeah, they, right. They, they can fly. And, um, they can read mine. Right, and how they handle it is very different from each other, and that causes some animosity between them. I see something very similar happening here. How. But like Cheyenne and Diane. Oh, maybe there's maybe there's two eyes. Oh, that <laughs> like, is like the two... number of eyes most things have. <laughs> yeah, two eye artifacts. They each have one, and they do the same thing. But it's like, yeah, how they're handling that those powers now that they found them. Well, okay, not most things because most things would be insects, and all insects <clears throat> have more than two eyes. I think I'm pretty sure. You're right. More than two <laughs> eyes. Yes. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think now because now I'm thinking Chronicle. Like, there's got to be some kind of showdown where Cheyenne, or I'm sorry, Dinah has to use her power to try and stop Cheyenne from using her power. So I'm thinking, like, could well, this whole wait. praise thing actually be twisted into like an influence thing? 
Well, oh, yeah. I just want them of, both to... It's like competing Regina Georges of the planet. I want them to both be redeemable in the end, though. I want them both to kind of walk away okay. That's uh, the uh, the negative side of Chronicle. That's, that's not how it happens. Yeah, we kind of see Dinah get tempted to use this power to manipulate people more, but she eventually gets talked back in, into the light. Yeah. Ultimately, she decides to not go through with this, that, that there's a plus side uh, of what her previous situation. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so then... <clears throat> I guess right. at the end they kind of learn like that there's a middle ground between apathy and and uh, power lust, and that is where babies come from. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, uh, Dina finds it learns to be less obsessed, and Cheyenne learns to keep fewer secrets. Somehow. Oh wait, hang on. All right. If you know, if we're talking about Cheyenne not having secrets, why did she should totally rat uh, Dina out to Ray? Right? Oh yeah. She should totally tell him at some point that hey, we found this stuff. We shouldn't be using it, but we're using <laughs> and it. And he can be like, "That's a great job that you're doing with it." <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> good stop. on you for telling me. Well, actually, and also great you, on her for using it that too. Could, that could be the that could be the moment where Dinah realizes this is bad. Is like maybe she, um, like let's say she's, I don't know, doing something dangerous, and everyone's like, "Great job, you're you're killing it," and then she like hurts herself. And realize mm. I, I was thinking something like she's going to try some amazing stunt that everyone thinks she can do, and she thinks she can do because of it, but she really can't. Yeah. Same, Great job breaking your leg. Yeah, same same concept, <laughs> same concept where it's like you show that leg who's boss. Like criticism is important sometimes, you know. Like you, you know, like because you can right. put yourself in it. Yeah. So that's. But basically, yeah, maybe something like Cheyenne gives up the 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 eye to to Ray, her father, and he's able to help her. Her like together, they're able to, to talk Dina out of it. Yeah, well, that's actually no. Wait, Cheyenne's the one that needs to be talked out of it. No, D- Dinah. See this this whole right. time, I thought since Dinah's the one that like becomes obsessed with the goal, like Cheyenne's. <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 bad obsession. Oh, okay. So Cheyenne, yeah. Cheyenne... Oh, she's obsessed okay. with like using it to manipulate like the people around her. She wants to become like Regina George from Mean Girls and just like have. Oh, Basically, so she can use this power to enslave the planet. You keep saying that name, and now I know what it's from. Like, man. Oh, I thought that was ubiquitous. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I saw that movie, like, once <laughs> back when it came out. I, I didn't remember all the characters' names. It's a great movie. Regina George. Like, Latin for queen, and then George. Like, George the Third, the Mad King. No one? Someone wrote Anyone? A, Me? Someone, okay. someone wrote a paper on this movie. <laughs> Or wants to. I'm, I don't know. Tune in next time. You know what? Maybe I do. <laughs> Sorry, I just... I'm, I'm yeah. just... Yeah, so... It, yeah, because Dina's the one ups- with the obsession, unhealthy obsession, think uh, the prestige. Yes. If you know what I'm saying. Now, see, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this man was... <laughs> Andrew, I think the theme of this episode is me listing movies you haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a fun game. Uh, okay, let's see. give me a movie. Uh, B-movie. I've seen it. John Wick. I haven't. Oh, okay. So now we've all got one. <laughs> I'm going to watch The Prestige. Victor's going to watch Mean Girls. <laughs> I and have... Adam's going to watch B-movie. I saw Mean Girls, but I saw it, like, years ago. 
see it yeah, again. You need a refresher, like you need one for like Blade too or whatnot. <laughs> Victor, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? Uh, uh, potato chartreuse brontosaurus. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, all right. <laughs> you don't remember most of Mean Girls, man. That's an important film. That's like not remembering Star Wars. No, it's not. So, so what else are we missing in this movie? Um, um what? Uh, oh, um, there needs to be a moment in the end where, like, the lesson, like, the moral of the story hits the audience over the head. So, like, can Ray say, like, "Oh, yeah, I'm immune to those things." By the way, I was playing along to teach you a lesson. Oh, that's that's a, I don't like that, but I I but I also don't like my parents, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, guys! No, that's, uh, who does like? Welcome to Johnnerbot, the group therapy machine. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast where I, we just let it all I out. I do man. like. I I like my parents. That was a joke, but but it's one of those those family lessons where I'm like, oh yeah, yep, that's that's one. All right, I feel that's... like I'm I'm in the car on the way to Walmart. <laughs> mm. Uh, well, we all have moments of that. Some of them last our entire lives, but they all happen. Yeah. <laughs> I like that story about uh, of of Ray te- speak talking about his past experiences with the the eyes and why he wasn't able to use it. Well, oh, how did the eyes result he, in him? Oh, he being used, up he used them, and that's what. Uh, and that's why something bad happened because he was doing stuff, and people didn't like correct him. Yeah, what if it has, like, a radius of, like, one town or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Or there's there's long-lasting effects of the in the area. Mm. Or people feel this way, like, forever about you, for a long time about you. Oh, yeah. And that's just happened to Ray the whole time? Well, no, because uh, he thinks, or because Dinah thinks that he's unlit, so it's impossible for him to be lit. Uh, huh. Or maybe there's something about Cheyenne finds a new secret way of using the eye that Ray never thought of. Wait, Dinah doesn't think anything special about Ray because that's the opposite of what happens when... uh, That's the opposite of the effect of the stones. Oh, what do you mean? He needed to counteract it with some kind of other artifact or something, and that's why he's so grumpy, because everybody doesn't like him. Yeah. Oh, he he's got grumpy eyes. What's the <laughs> <laughs> You got grumpy eyes. <laughs> What's that song, Hungry Eyes? How's it go? Hungry Eyes. I, I see the some magic yeah. between you and uh something. Something like that. That's closer than either of you guys would have gotten. I'm gonna listen to it and then see how that goes. <laughs> We interrupt this episode of Genrebot to bring you Hungry Eyes. <laughs> Are you really just listening to Hungry Eyes right now? Yeah. This episode has too many like interruptions. We're right. At- it's okay. I don't. I, how yeah, did I, think- I know the song Hungry Eyes was a thing if I don't remember this song at all? I think they referenced it once on Beer and Board Games. It's in your subconscious. Or level. like anywhere else, it's mm. a pretty well-known song. It's from Dirty Let's Dancing. name this sucker. Yeah. Hungry Eyes. <laughs> hey, I'm just happy that before I forgot it, I wrote down the sentence, in the end, they learned that there's a middle ground between apathy and power lust, and that's where babies come from. <laughs> nice. What time is it, Victor? 
Oh, um, well, I mean, yeah, I guess that pretty much wraps up our story, which brings us to our last segment, which is the five minute limit. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Too extreme. All right. So uh, this is the part where in uh, hopefully five minutes, we try to come up with a name for this. Uh, I'm going with Grumpy Eyes. <laughs> Grumpy Eyes. <laughs> It even rhymes, I think, kind I think, of. I think it can be uh, Eyes of the Dragon. That's a Stephen King novel. What are they called again? The artifact? We were just calling them the eyes. Oh, it was it was like the, the Eye of the Luck Dragon or something. But Oh, well, that's, that's from NeverEnding Story. I don't know why I said Luck Dragon. Eyes of the I've Dragon. I've stopped questioning why you do what Not you bad. do. Dragon Eyes. Um, dragon uh, eyes in your eyes the light the heat dragon eyes <laughs> alright any song that's about eyes is going in the soundtrack can we agree on that right now I'm looking up eye idioms I'm looking up uh, songs in my iTunes library that have the word eyes in them Actually, actually, if there's a Demi Lovato song about eyes or watching or something, that would actually probably be the best option here. Because it's thematic. This might be our record for how deep into the five-minute limit before anyone proposes a name. <laughs> I proposed a name already. I'm one up on, on, on both of y'all. Oh, what do you say? I said, I said grumpy eyes. It wasn't good, but... Uh, you know, oh yeah. Okay. How, how about how about how about eye for an eye? Mm. Eh. Mm. That actually mm. sounds so much like the name of a hex movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that's there. Or we can just call it like great job. <laughs> great job. <laughs> Tim and Eric's awesome uh, film. Great job. <laughs> all eyes on me. No, it's not about attention. It's about praise. Uh. If, I I think they're synonymous. If I had eyes. No, they're not. In your eyes. Shut your eyes. Brown-eyed girl. Uh, okay. Um anything sh- by third eye blind. <laughs> we can call it like you're doing great. <laughs> well, what's with your BuzzFeed names this week? What me? Hey, I'm coming up yeah. with yeah. All right. Fine. For the next for for the next minute, I am not suggesting any names. Okay. I, uh, let's see. Eye to eye. Eye of the beholder. I, I think all of these are good. Like these are all. Yeah. Fun. I I kind of like eye of the beholder. That's a classic. Uh, what do you call it? Um, what if we just call that, it that's beauty? Like a... Because it's in the eye of the beholder. Is it about beauty though? It's not not so much. <laughs> no. That's a good name for that Twilight Zone episode. Which was applicable. Oh, yeah, wait, isn't there the thing? In the... Mm. Yeah, that's an applicable episode for that name. How about we call it... Wait, 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 I need 20 more seconds. Your, your time's yeah. up. You're, you're... Oh, okay. That's mm. uh, I guess we're going to wait. All right, uh, This, these next 20 seconds of silence are brought to you by Ideas. Yes, Ideas. Ideas, that thing that we don't have that you have. <laughs> How about we call it High Praise? Faint praise. High praise. praise. No, we should call it faint praise. Because, like, if you're getting praised all the time, like, oh, yeah, big deal. I mean, 
But like high praise is like a commonly used phrase. I just thought it would be so, like catchier. So is faint praise. Are you saying fake praise? Faint. Faint praise. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that. Really? You know, now that I keep saying it over and over, it does sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's me usually when I'm designing graphics. I'm like, man, that I don't think from is spelled that way, guys. Yeah, damning with faint praise. The high, the high price for high praise. That could be our tagline. Singing praises. What's, a, like, what's like I, a what's like a name? What do you call I someone? Kind of like the eye to eye thing. What, that was good. What do you call someone who's like, you know, like Little Miss Perfect or whatever? Like, you know, oh, you can just do no wrong. Ooh, do no wrong. Ah, oh, hmm. yeah, that, that's pretty good. I, I, yeah, it's not bad because I, it sounds like I was ho- I was hoping to have someone walk me there, and I ended up walking myself there. <laughs> you, you're like that picture of the dog holding his own leash. <laughs> That's not bad. I'm like the picture think, of do- that pipe that says "Je sais non pipe" or whatever. Yeah, I speak French. Uh, it's a little more appropriate than just like eye for an eye type stuff, which only makes sense because it has eyes in it. But yeah, um, do no wrong. Adam would be like some Renaissance painting of some guy, and it looks like if it were talking, it'd be like, "Oh, really?" Yeah. And the uh, and our tagline can be that thing about where babies come from. <laughs> All right. No, I'm not. Do no wrong is good with me, Andrew. It works for you. Yeah. Want to put like the high price for high praise or some something along those lines? No, I I, I do eye for an eye as the tagline. Well, this isn't this isn't like an action movie. Uh, do no wrong. Eye for an eye. This time it's personal <laughs> in 3D. True, but that, that is basically the name of the curse. So that's fair. All right, let, let, let's let's yeah. let's get away. Let's get we, away we from it. taglines. Yay! Yeah. And instead, let's do bylines. Byli- yes, very good. I uh, see. I like that. I like what you did there. Um, if you enjoyed listening to this episode and would like to hear more, or if you have any kind of questions, comments, or concerns, or whatever, uh, you can contact us. Uh, we're on Facebook, you know, Johnrobot, or we're on Twitter, also Johnrobot. Um, we uh, have an email at podcast.johnrobot at gmail.com. Uh, you can find our episodes on our website, tinyurl slash Johnrobot. Uh, we're also available on iTunes for free, Omni, Spreaker, Stitcher, and places like that. Um, that's, uh, well, that's about the end of it, right? So that yeah. brings us to, we can, we can go home. That's it. This, happy. This might be one of our shorter episodes. Uh, well, we did everything we need to. You know, we're clocking in right about average. Um, no, it's a little bit, well, hmm. it's, it's a weird one. I think it's all right. It was for, <laughs> yep. for taking a little break. I think this kind of shook off the cobwebs. We'll be ready for our A game next week with Adam's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, so your genre better not suck. Better be good. So, uh, yeah, come on, Adam. we haven't done we we uh we haven't done a sci-fi movie in a while. Oh no, and we haven't done a western movie what? either. What? Wait, we did Weird West. Spate. Yeah, yeah. This is but a we have a subgenre of Weird West, which is already a subgenre. <laughs> is it going to be Westworld? No, no. Are we doing Westworld? Because West... are we doing Westworld? Third... Westworld already exists, Adam. That doesn't sound like There's anything third... to me. There's a third Western genre out there called Space Western. Oh, that is a thing. We're doing a Space Western, guys. Space Western. Nice.
Yeah. We uh, did space opera, and we were continually calling that a space western, and it wasn't really. As a disclaimer, I think I'd like to throw out there that it's very likely from here on out that the things we do are going to be specific like that. Where it's like, well, oh yeah, like we've yep. done something like well, this, but this hey, is sort of different. At least mine had a Wikipedia This is like page. if you add like a it's like true. another subgenre to this other thing we did, you know. But yeah. It's all it's all tiny from here on. So like a space western would be like like Firefly, not like Star Wars. That is yeah. Star Wars like is Firefly. a space movie with some like pretty heavy cues from Western movies, but it is not a space western. It is not a space nope. western, no. 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 We're talking like literal cowboys in space. Yes. Okay, got it. I'll see you for that next week. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you later. Saddle up and run away from cursed artifacts that make you learn things. Little, little doggies. Into, into space. Get it, the end. Get it, get it. End of sentence. Little longies. Guys, I've been drinking this whole time. I don't know if that was obvious. All right, any song that's about eyes is going in the soundtrack. Can we agree on that right now?
To be the bad man To be the sad man Behind blue eyes No one knows what it's like To be hated To be faded To telling only lies I have a hurricane, listen to yourself Turn world to its own needs Dummy, serve your own needs Beat it up an ox, speak grunt No strength, the ladder starts to clatter with My name's Adam, and I have a few words to say about the Inner Circle. Who are the Inner Circle, you may ask? Well, there's only one name of interest. Well, multiple names of interest. Mainly, this is all about Phil. Punxsutawney Phil. The Groundhog of Groundhog's Day, who it's the holiday's named after. Every year, on February 2nd, this groundhog comes out of the ground and everyone's like, oh, hey, what's what's going on? And they, they consult him about the weather. A large rodent native to Pennsylvania tells you about the weather. I mean, it's whatever fun little tradition, right? Right? No one really pays much attention to this holiday, right? It's, you know, it's what happens between MLKJ Day and President's Day and Valentine's Day. Everyone forgets about it, but it's on every calendar, and it's a conspiracy. The Inner Circle is the name of the, like, two dozen old men that protect Punxsutawney Phil. They all have weird weather-based nicknames, like like Thunderhead and, and Rainmaker. And what they do is... They're the only ones that can talk to Phil. They speak the president. Only the president speaks Groundhogese, a special language that only he and the groundhog know. And earlier, ahead of time, before the ceremony, they transcribe two different messages from Phil, and they read one of them aloud. The inner circle is a part of the decision-making process, every step of it. But what's so special about Phil? He's just a regular groundhog? No, he's not a regular groundhog. He is over 150 years old. 
same groundhog that all the website claims it and the wikipedia page article which which links to the 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 only links on the wikipedia article are the website groundhog.org they own the sites dedicated to the animal <sighs> punk Sony phil is like 150 years old that's how long they've been doing this and it's same groundhog and every summer they feed him an elixir of life that extends his life by seven years, not one year, seven years. So that means 150 times six is like how long he's supposed to live. Why are they keeping an immortal groundhog? Why are they keeping him alive? Does he have some sort of great power? He controls the weather. And it's funny because on the website, they have a very like, it's very Orwellian how they describe he's like the groundhog is 100% right 100% of the time he's never wrong always right all the other groundhogs they're posers they're not real Funksonia Phil is the only one that's real now Groundhog Day comes from an, a pagan holiday I forget what it was like some kind of Christmas type one I almost I say candle nights but that's that's not a thing but okay all right, hang on. Here it goes. It's all about the vernal equinox. Oh, huh. I almost had it. Candlemas. It's all about Candlemas. You know what Candlemas is? It, it was a pagan holiday. It was... It, they originally did it with bears. The Inner Circle was originally a bear cult that that has evolved into this immortal being living in Pennsylvania. That was probably not worth looking it up, but I'm glad I did. To tell you that there's something going on with the Inner Circle. This is usually the part where I would have a theory to actually tie it into, but I have absolutely no idea how it adds up. All I know is that it goes, like, way far back. Like, all right, six more weeks of winter. Where's the six come from? Uh, February 2nd, 2002. It's 202. 202. Inner zero, inner circle. Right? What gives? Why, did, why, are, they so, why are they dressed so nicely? What's with the top hats? What Punxsutawney Phil is like a, a lady pal called Punxsutawney Phyllis or whatever. What I don't get it. What do they want? What do they want? <sighs> Thank you for joining me. Have a nice day. Then put your little hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb.